I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Yeah, I got news. I'm Cam Stewart with your uh, Sports Grid news update. You want an edge cappers? Time to get on the grid. Riverboat Ron fired today by the Carolina Panthers amid a four-game losing streak that essentially killed their postseason chances. A lot of mix-up in the organization. Secondary coach Perry Fuel was named interim head coach. Well, offensive coordinator Norv Turner will become special assistant to the head coach. Quarterback coach Scott Turner has been promoted to OC. Rivera, coach of the year in 2013 and 15, led the Panthers to a Super Bowl. They lost to Peyton Manning in Denver in Super Bowl 50. Franchise on a steady decline. They'll likely miss the playoffs for the third time in four years. Speculation also, the 50-year-old was on borrowed time. Due to his resistance to analytics, Panthers owner David Tepper, a staunch supporter. Rivera leaves the Panthers with a pretty good 76-63-1 career record. Carolina at 5-7 and seven meets Atlanta this Sunday, week 14. Jerry Jones uh, doing it again, says Jason Garrett will coach in 2020. He didn't say with Dallas. The embattled coach still doesn't have a contract in place for 2020. Dallas, who miraculously sit atop the NFC East at 6-6. Six and six. Six, they close out with the Bears, Rams, Eagles, and Redskins. New York Giants co-owner Steve Tisch hit it today that a change could sweep through the organization following uh, this year. The two-win Giants haven't won since week four. GM Dave Gettleman and head coach Pat Shermer, very hot seats. It's burning. The G-Men, 7-21 and in nearly two seasons with Gettleman and Shermer, who were both hired in 2018. The New York Jets linebacker placed on injured reserve today, C.J. Mosley. He's going to be the remainder of the season. Bad day for coaches, as Gabe said. New Jersey firing head coach John Hines and named Alain Nedrazine, the head interim bench boss. The team announced today Buffalo smashed the Devils 7-1 last night. New Jersey 9-13-4. They play Vegas tonight. Other news, Dmitry Kulikov out for the Winnipeg Jets until the All-Star break. Horrible news there. They're already thin on the blue line. Flyers forward, Nolan Patrick says he will suit up this season despite migraine headache disorders. Matt Stajan retiring. Frozen water tonight. Six games. We got Carolina and Boston. Boston minus 155. Six is your total. Islanders and Montreal. Habs minus a buck 26. Canadians lost eight straight. Mini at Florida. Panthers minus 120. Six is your total. Vegas laying 40 cents at New Jersey with the new coach. Six and a half. Toronto, 15 cent favorites at Philly. Six and a half. Arizona at Columbus. The Jackets minus 115. Five is your total. Low. Eight o'clock. Tampa and Nashville. Predators minus 115. Six and a half. Dallas laying 20 cents at Winnipeg, five and a half. Ottawa at Vancouver at 10. Canucks minus a buck 66 is your total. Washington minus 115 at San Jose. Baseball, veteran left-hander Cole Hamels on the free agent market for the first time in 14 years, but he might get a job real soon. Hamels on a Chicago radio station, NBC Sports, hinted at maybe possibly the White Sox could be of interest. He also said half the teams in the league have reached out to him. Reports indicating Zach Wheeler is going to cash in. The free agent righty has received at least one $100 million offer, and he will land a five-year deal in excess of that, according to Ken Rosenthal. Among teams pursuing Wheeler, the White Sox, again, they've been busy. The Twins, Cincinnati, Texas, and the Blue Jays. Busy night in basketball tonight. Seven. We got NBA action at 7 o'clock. Detroit minus 3.5 at Cleveland, 216.5. Orlando at Washington, Wiz minus 2, 228.5. 7.30 action, Dallas laying 4 at New Orleans, 233.5. Miami at Toronto, great game. Raptors minus four and a half, two twelve and a half, eight thirty action. Houston laying seven at San Antonio, two thirty three and a half. The total nine o'clock. Lakers at Denver, good one. Nuggets minus two and a half, two oh eight. Ten o'clock. Portland at L.A. Clippers minus nine, two thirty one and a half. Busy night in college hoops. This game and I talked about Big Ten ACC showdown games. Seven thirty. Number one Louisville hosting number four Michigan. Cards minus five and a half. 
139 is your total, and another one at the second end of the double bill. Weird to see these teams ranked this deep. Number 10, Duke at number 11, Michigan State. Both were inside the top five. Spartans minus six, total 144. Draymond Green's jersey being retired by Sparty tonight in that one. And Steve Kerr says his jersey will probably be tired be retired by Golden State when he decides to hang him up as well. Remember, guys, find us on YouTube at the Sports Grid Network. It's the place for all your fantasy and sports wagering needs all the time. And follow us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage. Our good buddy, big man on campus, joins us for Hour Number 2. It's coming up on Sports Grid, and it's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, level two. Shout out to our boy Pie Man. Pie Man said to it again. Uh, Pie Man uh, says, Yeah, I've been there for some of the crazy parties. Remember the Luxor? (laughs) 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 Yeah, Luxor. Luxor was a wild night. Uh, that, that, that's for sure. Too old for this stuff, though. Um, yeah, Cam, I, know. I don't know if uh, you know. I don't know how big of a French fry guy are you, but evidently like there's going to be a French fry shortage. An yeah, unusually potatoes. cold and wet potato harvest may lead to a French fry shortage in the U.S. Um, but U.S. and Canada always end up being you know same market uh, essentially. Man, these guys are loud today, huh? Yeah, Dayton oh, Raceway, I know. They're getting surly. You got, you, you got the wild guys in there tonight. I can't, I'm like, they're, they feel like they're like in my in my room here. Man, that come on! That guy's going nuts. <laughs> what what track? Like you said, it's like Northfield Turf Paradise. Man, these guys are hardcore. In, in Dayton, now it's uh, Turf Paradise. Ooh, turf Paradise, yeah. yeah turf, turf, turf Paradise now. They got uh, Papano Park. Oh, yeah, Papano? Uh, Zia yeah. Park. Oh, yeah, yeah Zia. Papano, <laughs> Zia Park. Yeah, man, small tracks. Uh, Dover Downs. Yep. What else they got? That's uh, that's, that's it. Yeah, Zia Park. Oh, Dayton. Dayton Raceway. Oh, yeah, Dayton. Uh, Dayton. Dayton and you know what, what? What's the one we're missing? On uh, Northfield, that'll come on later, I guess. Northfield, <laughs> yeah, Northfield's hardcore. Fifteen races at Northfield. Northfield. They started six. Oh, you know what's God. crazy? We were talking about Louisiana the other day. We're like, man, a lot of tracks there, right? We found out yeah, that tracks there, this tracks there, and that track. So my Uber the other day. It's all I need too. Like you never know on an Uber. So today I come here in an Uber. The guy went the wrong way on a one-way street. <laughs> like I told him, I said, "Dude, you can't like." I was my street. I'm like, "Dude, you can't go this way." Eh? Like he was parked like weird, and he didn't really speak English. He kind of smiled at me. He started yeah. driving. I was like, "Bro, bro, yo!" Finally, I had to like lean up. I was like, "Yo, yo!" I was like, "No, no!" I was waving my hand. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, oh!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so, uh, you know, he got we got here all right. He was all right once he was going the right way. But uh, the other day, I got into an Uber, and, you know, I'm going to the track, coming here, and then the guy starts telling me about how bad gambling is. It's like, yeah, oh, that's what I need go. to hear on the way here, right? Yeah. And Life he goes, lesson. oh, you know, you shouldn't bet horses I lost. And But he was a nice guy. He was just telling his story, but he was telling a story about how, like, uh, 
It's, it's crazy how, like, these, you know, people will tell you their life stories, man. Like, he came from, like, uh, Turkey. He immigrated to the United States for, like, a better life. He built a successful business in uh, New Orleans. And he basically said he gambled it away. He said every night he was going to the casinos. And he was just telling me, like, we would like it there, though, Cam. Like, we were talking about the horse racing, and he said he used to go in person. He said, oh, yeah, it's great. You know, they have all kinds of tracks there. Racing's big. But he was telling me basically Louisiana, like New Orleans, is big-time gambling, right? They got riverboats. They got casinos. Like, they're really, like, betting's in their culture. Yeah, like, betting's in their culture. Yeah, like, the people, like, their risks. Like, they like risking things, like. So he was telling me it was crazy. He said one night he realized, what am I doing with my life? So he stopped doing it. But then he told me, oh, I still, I still go to Atlantic City once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah. Right, get on the grid. Big man next. We'll hit some college ball. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Good stuff, Yang. Thank you very much. Uh, we, you know, all hell's breaking loose in the NHL. We talked about uh, the coach of the Devils uh, being fired. Hines is out. Yet uh, Mark yep. Crawford, who's now an assistant Ooh. with the Blackhawks, he's out yep. now. Allegations of physical abuse. Uh, we've been talking about this. That you know, they almost have to come clean in every room and do this at once. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just the entire season is going to be happening every two weeks. Oh, this guy, oh, yeah, yeah, he punched someone. And when we're hearing about this abuse, it's not Sandusky-type stuff, guys. But basically, and I didn't realize this. And we'll get to, we'll get to it after, actually. But I didn't realize yeah. that NHL coaches were punching players and stuff as much as they were. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. you know. I didn't know this was happening, and evidently it's commonplace because one by one they're all saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, he kicked me in the back, he punched me in the back of the head." And uh, but let's bring uh, Big Man on campus up uh, right now, talk some college basketball. Big Man, good to talk to you. How you doing, Big Man? I'm doing well, guys. Good to hear from you. Long time, Big so, Man. So, um, um, college basketball. I brought this up earlier. Sort of two schools of thought here, Big Man. You know, you look at Michigan and the run that they went on, you know, freaking epic. Being not ranked, now ranked fourth. Howard's doing a great job. I love having Martelli on the staff. They're just, you can just tell. And Cam brought it up. You said, Cam, you can just tell they're having fun. Like, it's a fun team. It's a fun program. Even Martelli, who's pretty uptight, like, he's having fun because he's not under pressure, really. They're just all having fun. Yet... Now they come back, man. They go to the Bahamas. Now they come back, and boom, they have to go to Louisville. So I look at this. It's like, all right, I'm getting five and a half points with a team that just keeps passing every test that they're given, or is it just too much to ask, big man, to go now to the best team in the country, supposedly, number one team, after coming back from the Bahamas? I can see the argument for both sides here, that it's a horrible spot for them, 
Or I could see the other side and, hey, when they're hot, keep riding them. What's your take on it? Yeah, but I think, and I think, but I think they've been here before. Like this is always the thing with Michigan. It's always like, oh well, how long are they going to continue to play like this? They can't go and do this, and then they go and do it. Like how many times did we say, oh, there's no <laughs> sure. way they're going to win this game, or they're too tired, or or they're the letdown spot, whatever. Yeah, remember, remember, matter. big man, remember their plane nearly crashed. Sorry, yeah, I was going to say you're right. Remember their yeah. plane? It did crash. It skidded off the runway. Yeah, and they said yeah. after, we don't want to go. The beeline said, all right. We're going to get on a new plane, but we're not going to force you guys to do this. They actually voted no. They said, we're not getting on the plane, man. And uh, I guess a couple of the captains on the team said, listen, guys, we got to get, we got to go. It's the Big Ten tournament. We need to get on this plane. And remember, big man, they showed up. They didn't even have their uniforms and stuff. They won the damn tournament. You're right. <laughs> they won. Yeah, it, it, it's always, this is what this team is. And it really doesn't matter whether it's, Beeline or Howard or, or whatever. I mean, they're just they just led well, and as you said, that they are, they look like they're having a great time doing it. I'll tell you right now, I like Louisville a lot. I think they're a team that by season's end will be one of the best teams in the country and have a shot to win the national title. But right now, I, I don't know if they're the best team in the country. It's a very parody uh, type of, of, yeah. of college basketball right now. A lot of good teams, a lot of solid groups. I worry though about. Louisville. If you know about Louisville, they play a packling defense like uh, Virginia does, and you know they're they're really big with screeners up top and and that kind of thing playing off. It's been on defense. If you notice, watch Louisville tonight. They do a lot of hedging with their big men. The hedger of the big man kind of runs out on the perimeter and tries to help with the guard. And what it's going to do is it's going to leave the, the the center open to to do easy things around the rim. The problem is. They've been doing it against a lot of teams where they don't have an adept point guard that sees that and can decide quickly. Tonight, Simpson and Teske have as good a rapport as anybody. I think there's going to be a lot of yeah. give and goes, a lot of uh, good offense for Michigan in this game. If you're going to give me six points, I, I would. I had a strain of thought of do I do I just kind of fade the flavor of the month right now with Michigan? But but again, as I said, they've been here before. Um, I would take the points here personally. Up to six, too, guys. Cam, it was five yeah, and a half. Just, it just moved to six. You want me to click it? I don't think it's. Oh, no, let's see if it goes six. to six and a half. Okay, okay, we'll wait. We'll play the waiting game. We'll play the waiting game. <laughs> I don't six, think it I will. Think it's bonus I am. No, I don't eat. Yeah, six I and a five and a half, too, though. Yeah, it's a good good point. Actually, yeah, you're right. Actually, because people are going to jump on this six now. Some people, right? Of course they are. That, that's going to move down. Yeah, I, I think. I think that's a fair. What number. plus six? Yeah, plus yeah, six, I, think, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's really valuable in a game like this. Sure. So what about the total? The total came down a point. It was 139.5. It came down to 138.5. Yeah, I think with, with this game, I mean, both teams are, are pretty fast. They're not, not incredibly quick. I, I think this is a game probably played in the 60s. I mean, I, I don't love the point guard right now for Louisville. I think if you're going to look at a – an issue for them, you know, who's the point guard for this team? Uh, and as I said, I think Michigan's going to be able to run some pretty good offense. But this just has a feel of a close game. Possessions are going to be important. And both of these teams are, are particularly good uh, defensively. But So, I, I don't know. It seems like a game in the 60s, but, um, you know, who knows? Overrunners are so tough in college basketball. Truly, you're going to yeah, know yeah, you're generally right. in the first five minutes if you're going to hit or not. I was reading, I, I've been talking about, I read a, uh, an article, guys, with uh, odds makers. 
And they were talking just about, you know, like uh, what they're getting beat at and not, and, you know, NFL this and that. And But you just said, big man, and Cam, it was Scott K who's been around a long time. He said that they're getting, they get beat on college basketball totals. He basically stated that it's just too erratic, like even for them. And I've been bringing it up. Like you'll see college basketball, sometimes the total will be off by 40 points. Like a total will be like 138, and they get to they get to 99, and yep. you don't see that in yep. the NBA. They're not going to be off by 30 points, right? There's college. You just they're so volatile. Like the kids can they might hit the shots, they might not. Yeah, it's tough. And if you put the work in, I know big man, you do. I don't think you're a massive total better, but I know you put the work in with college basketball. But it takes work. That's the one thing people don't realize. If you're going to bet it, people always say, oh, college sports are easier, blah, blah, blah. Nothing's easier or harder than anything else. It's all different. But college, you can almost argue, it's hard, man. Like, it takes a lot of time to cap college basketball well. Like, to see the – like, there is a total that's going to be up by 18 points. But, dude, there's 130 games, big man. you got to go through them all. It takes time. Yeah, it's and there's so many things that go into, you know, whether a team is effective or not offensively or not. I think it's one of the hardest things to cap in sports, college totals. I, they're incredibly tough because, you know, you just have so many weird, like, outliers, you know, just with, you know, you just might get the, the wrong ref or, or, you know, you might have a team that shoots 80% from the line, but tonight they just – you know, you look like perfect example, guys. The other night, uh, and this is a, a an interesting game tonight. Um, you look at a team like Old Miss. Okay, Old Miss has played really well all season. They've good coach, good team. You look at the other night; they get held to thirty-seven points and lose by forty-one. <laughs> like, what does that happen? Yeah. Like that's the most random thing <laughs> ever. Like it just doesn't happen often. I will say though, and this is something that if you're really like new with college basketball or whatever. One thing, like tomorrow night, Purdue plays Virginia. Totals one hundred two and a half. It's the lowest total I've seen in some time in college basketball. In fact, I'm not sure I've ever seen a total that low. I I would tell you right now, I think that's a game played in the high forties. I I mean that you're just not going to have enough possessions in the game. Now, if the game is is something that you know, and that's the thing about college basketball, you know, you're you're worrying about at that one point. You know, maybe these teams make an abnormal amount of threes or the rims are soft that night. But I think one thing about totals is one, just if you bet Virginia unders, you'll win consistently. I think no matter how low big man on campus uh, with us. So it is the ACC big 10 challenge. We'll be going to a break in a second here, but we'll jump in in some of these games. Uh, this is not a big 10 ACC challenge game. The one I'm just going to throw here, but Vermont catamounts and uh, who did we cash earlier? Will? who are we on? Virginia, that was it. At Virginia, we were getting the 14 points. Yeah, Vermont, yeah. Uh, listen, we, the, the Catamounts have been good to us over the years. I know the program really too well. It's only getting seven tonight, though, at Cincinnati. Speaking of Cincinnati, Mick Crone at UCLA now. UCLA are really bad, man. Holy crap, yeah, at least are. what I saw of them. Like, he's the wrong coach for that team, too. All right, big man, we'll stick with us. We'll get some picks on the other side. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Take a shot by opening up a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grit and you'll receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grit. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open up that new account and claim that free wager of up to 500 bucks today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Now back to Gabe with our buddy, Big Man on Campus. Ron Rivera out in Carolina. Uh, Perry Fuel has uh, been named the interim coach. I, I just saw that. I'm like, damn. Guy was named the interim coach of the Bills before. Imagine yep. you being a head coach twice, like interim only, like for like a month or something. <laughs> He's actually not bad with the Bills. They liked him. I think he went like three and one or four and two or something down the stretch. Uh, all right, so big man on campus with us. We got the ACC Big Ten Challenge, but I was talking about Vermont on the way out here. Let's just throw that one out there, big man. Vermont and Cincinnati. Mick Cronin not there anymore. So you know what? What? What are the Bearcats like now? I mean, have they opened things up? You know, because you know, and as I said he's at UCLA now. Dude, he's got a bunch of West Coast kids. They don't want to play defense. You can tell they're already, like, they're not into it. Yeah. Like, I watched them play, and they were awful in one game. I'm not going to judge them one, one game, but is, has Cincinnati opened things up this year? Yeah, that's a great uh, thought by you on UCLA. I, I thought the same way. I think defense is something you have to really be interested in playing. It doesn't seem like he has the right personnel. So we'll see how he does out there. But, yeah, your Cincinnati's going a little bit quicker. They're, they're up in the temp a little bit. But the problem with them is they kind of lack a scoring punch outside of Jaron Cumberland. They, they just haven't really gotten it yet. You look at Vermont, already played a tough schedule, one of the better rebounding teams in the country. They're going to have the best player on the court in Anthony Lamb. And, you know, one thing about uh, Cincinnati, I mean, they haven't been good against the number. One and six against it this year, one and four at home. You also look at two things as to why Vermont I would look towards here. John Becker called them out, said they didn't look tough enough against Yale. That's generally a senior-laden team where I want to back after comments like that from the coach. And – also keep in mind, Cincinnati's got Xavier on deck on Saturday. That's a look-ahead game for them. It's yep. a game that I don't know that they're going to have full attention here on Vermont. Even though Vermont's a good team, whenever I see a dog that I think can win like this, Vermont's a trendy team. They're a good dog team against teams like this. I don't think Cincinnati should be laying seven points to Vermont. I'd have made this number like four and a half, personally. Uh, I would take the dog here. There, there's some real outliers that I like here. Obviously, some of the comments by Becker are, are intriguing for them. Oh, boy. looks the like big, it's an underdog night yep. tonight, Cam. Michigan, yeah, you're going, Vermont. You're going. <laughs> I, got, I got a crazy one for big man, too. I'm thinking about taking uh, Buffalo, uh, big man. It's kind of a game off the radar before we get to Duke, Michigan State, a team that uh, returns to the tournament all the time. I guess Vanderbilt laying four. 
This is an interesting game. Uh, high total, 156. I know Buffalo likes to get it up and down. What do you think about the Bulls as a dog tonight at Vanderbilt? Yeah, you know, Vanderbilt actually, they've kind of been under undervalued, I think, a little bit as far as, at least right now, they've been a terrific offense under uh, their new coach, Jerry Stackhouse. I, I, this one kind of is interesting because I think you make the point. It's kind of the receipt bias of Buffalo, how good they are. You know, they returned a lot. They play at high tempo. But I think Vandy's going to want to slow it down, really make, uh, you know, Buffalo kind of work for possessions. One thing about Vanderbilt, terrific offensive rebounding team. That's not a real suit of Buffalo. They have trouble in the defensive class. I think this is obviously a little bit of a step up, but I think Vandy continues to kind of be undervalued. I'll tell you, this is a game that I'd have my eye on Vanderbilt, and then I think another team I like tonight, Indiana against Florida State. I think a lot of people are going to zero in on Florida State and say, well, Indiana, they haven't been real good lately, and Florida State has so much length and a bench, but two things Indiana does well. They're big, and they have a good bench. They're also 7-0. and They've played really good so far. I think that's a real nice spot for at home Indiana to say, you know what? Worry about us in the Big Ten, too. We're pretty good as well. It's a step up. It's a prove-it type of game for Indiana. But yeah, I got a feeling they're going to be up for this game. And, and Florida State is a team that, Gabe, has a lot of issues fouling their opponent. They're very undisciplined defensively. You look at the number one team in the country at getting to the free throw line, the Indiana Hoosiers. They're going to live at the foul line tonight. I think this is a great matchup for the Hoosiers. I like where you're going with that. Uh, Indiana 7-0, and Cam. Only minus 1.5. We can money line that game. like it. Uh, Iowa are at Syracuse. Syracuse are minus 4.5. Northwestern Boston College. Rutgers, I can't bet that game here. Rutgers at Pitt. Pitt are minus 3. Uh, Florida State, Indiana, as I just mentioned. And, of course, we got the big-time one here. Duke and Michigan State uh, up there in East Lansing. Michigan State 5-2. and two. Duke 7-1, and one, of course, losing to uh, Stephen F. Austin. Totals 144 uh, in this game. Uh, Cam, what's your take on it? Are you betting this game? Uh, I haven't bet it yet, but just looking at the spread, it seems a little bit high to me. Uh, with Duke against Michigan State. Six and a half. I thought it might be around like four and a half, five, but it's tough, Gabe. That total looks low, too, but I haven't stepped in on this game. I don't know. I don't know what to think. It's actually really, really weird, big man, to see Duke and Michigan State at the start ranked high. Now we have a 10 versus 11, kind of not really bringing their A games early, but this is what they do, right? They play, get better towards the tournament. Uh, as the season progresses, these coaches get their guys to play, but don't you think that's a lot of points to be laying with Sparty against a good team with pedigree like Duke? Not often. No, I don't. Uh, six I and a half. I gotta, I'm going to tell you why I would take Michigan State here. First of all, they yep. needed a break. They had played a lot of games in a row. They had all that stuff that's unfortunate news with Cassius Winston. They needed some days off to kind of get their heads uh, back in the game, and they had that. Now they got to play Duke. They get them at home, though. It's a true home game for, uh, for yep. Michigan State. Here, here's the problem with Duke right now. There's no leader on this team. None. They don't have one. They're gutless defensively. They haven't been good there. I mean, Stephen F. Austin just destroyed that defense. There's just no leader on this team. And this is not a team I want to play with no leader. I don't see a, a really, really that much capability on this offense. Cassius Stanley, he's, uh, he's going to be out for a little bit, which is a concern for them defensively. And, guys, the other week, last week, uh, Wednesday night, I took – 
uh, Kansas against Dayton. A lot of people on Dayton. Dayton have been playing well. But sometimes the flavor of the weak team or that team that's kind of young and inexperienced with kind of, you know, just on cloud nine, they run into a team that's just better and more experienced than they are. When it's all said and done, Michigan is the best team in the country. They have the best player in the country. I think tonight they beat a Duke team by double digits that I don't think right now has a real identity, was very uh, no leader. Their coach is talking about he was sick. That's why they lost the game. Like it, it, Duke's in a weird spot right now. I think Michigan State, after some days off, I think are focused tonight at home to get a win, I don't know, 77, 67, something like that. A big man on campus. So what does he follow him on Twitter at Jeff Nadu? Um, what other, what other games of interest uh, tonight? Totals one forty four. You mentioned them not playing defense. I could see that game going over the number. Uh, I, I'll take a look at the over of that. What is it now? Yeah, it's even one forty four here. Um, Indiana minus one twenty five on the money line. I can live with that. Bradley plus twelve and a half at uh, Memphis tonight. UAB in Texas. Buffalo Vanderbilt. Vermont Cincinnati. We talked about Northwestern Boston College. Totals one thirty two there. Loyola Chicago at Ball State. Uh, Ball State minus one. Are people still betting Loyola Chicago, big man? Like, is it a new team now? Like, is there value betting against Loyola Chicago in, in, in today's era now? Uh, yeah, they haven't been good. They lost this year to Coppin State. They lost to a bad South Florida team uh, by double digits last week. Um, they, they just, unfortunately, Gabe, uh, they, they don't have a lot outside of Cameron Crutwig, who's still there, the big. Uh, the guard play hasn't been particularly good. They're not scoring enough. Uh, this is not a vintage uh, Loyola Chicago team. One thing I will say about a, a, a mid-major to keep your eye on, a couple weeks ago, Belmont played Lipscomb in Lipscomb, and I actually took Belmont. They were 10-point favorites. They only won by six. They're getting a rematch tonight at home with Lipscomb. This is not the Lipscomb team of last year. In fact, Belmont's new coach is actually the former coach at Lipscomb. Uh, they're a much better team that, than Lipscomb is. Uh, it just seems like whenever these two teams play each other, the game's close. I mean, you look at the last five matches, I think they've all been decided by six or eight points or less. So that could be one to keep your eye on. This could be a spot where Belmont just plays like the team they are. But I've noticed with Belmont, the defense hasn't been up the par, and they seemingly allow bad teams to hang around. Uh, that's one to keep your eye on. Um, yeah, there's some other games that I was, you know, Dayton's fascinating tonight against a really bad Houston Baptist team. This Houston Baptist team is a horrific defensive team. They've given up 100 or more in three straight games. Now they get arguably the best half-court offense in the country coming in. But I have some concerns about Dayton tonight. I'm not saying they won't win, and I'm not saying they won't score 100-plus. But Dayton has a really tough game next uh, on Sunday against St. Mary's out in Phoenix. They just came home from Maui. This could be a down spot. This might be a spot for Anthony Grant to say, you know what? We're up 23 late with six to go. We don't need Obi Toppin in this game anymore. Houston Baptist can score. They're good from three, and they can make the free throws. That's a recipe to hang in games. I wouldn't necessarily go and bet it. I'm just saying, don't be surprised if Dayton wins this game, you know, 95-70 or something. That, that, that's my concern here. Uh, maybe a, a look at five. You get a big travel game coming up. That's really high. Yeah, I think the, I, yeah, I think the over could be worth a look here. Yeah. All right, big man. So far, we're going to go and get we'll get you out here in about a minute or so. Philadelphia Eagles, real frustrating loss to the Dolphins. Ooh. I had them on a money line parlay, like just it's like new. just pathetic. Like, 
you blow double-digit leads twice. You're up, you're down, you're up. The Miami Dolphins yeah. scored on five straight possessions. Oh, yeah. And the Cowboys lose. There was an opportunity. It's like a battle of ineptness between the Cowboys and the Eagles right now. But now you get the Giants. Giants and Eagles on Monday Night Football. How, how frustrated are you with this team now? Yeah, I, you know, if you guys have time the rest of the week, I'd love to devote 15 minutes, 20 minutes to just Vandals and Eagles. Uh, <laughs> this, this is the most disappointing I've been in some time with this team. Um, there's fundamental issues that I'm sure we can get into down the road. But, yeah, I'm very disappointed. Yeah, we'll get you, we'll get you on later bad. in the week. Yeah, right, we'll call you later in the week. Sure. We'll talk okay. some football. Cool. Thanks, big man. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. To live action, fellas. Thank you very much, Yang. In game live tonight at eight o'clock. Uh, Cam, Cam, well, you're on, on the late. The... Uh, you're going to be on later, yeah. right? Yeah, they got me on the uh, on the late crew. What, what is Wetzel doing? Four four hours, Gabe? Is he with you early too? I think so. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I think. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so right after Wetzel a hangover tonight. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, I, I gotta, I gotta tune in for that. His no, voice is so loud, too, any... Wetzel. I won't bet that with American money. I wouldn't bet American dollars on that. Hey, <laughs> pesos. You see, he's Paul Peso. That you know guy. one thing with Wetzel, though. One thing he's with Wetzel, awesome, he does know hockey. We'll give him credit. Like uh, he does oh, follow yeah. the National Hockey League. Big time. You know, a lot of guys uh, can't really talk betting hockey too much, but he does. He, he knows the trends. He's on top of stuff. His systems always lose, though. You know what I mean? Like, Wetzel <laughs> knows what he's talking about. He's got, like, he's, you know, I'm not saying he doesn't. But whenever he has, oh, my system of the night, it never works. Like, the system's always a week late. <laughs> you know? Yep. There's no systems. It's, it changes too fast. Like, everything changes. Um, all right, so speaking of hockey, we brought it up earlier. I was surprised to see that, Cam, that uh, Mark Crawford now. I oh, guess yeah. we shouldn't be shocked. I mean, Mark, Mark Crawford was the ass. guy that was there with Bertuzzi and all that, right? Yep. There was yep. the, I mean, he was part of the lawsuit and everything that basically, didn't they say Crawford specifically said, get him <laughs> type thing? Like, yeah. Crawford was basically, players testified that because there was a big lawsuit. So, it was like, well, what was said, right? And it was like, yeah, I have to tell the truth. And basically it was, well, yeah, it was implied by Crawford that somebody had to get had to get more. And I guess he was getting – I guess he got mad during the game, Cam, that it hadn't happened yet type thing, right? And I think then Bertuzzi said, all right, screw it. I'm going to shut the coach up type thing. I don't know. I, you know, Mark Crawford comes across kind of a nice guy. He's been around so long, yet, I mean, it is what it is, Cam, right? Uh, you know, you can't be you hitting and kicking players. No. 
Nope, I've heard, see the story too. This Babcock stuff, it wasn't just that. Johan Franzen of the Red Wings called him the worst human being I know. Like, that is a strong statement. Like, I didn't know Mike Babcock was like, I thought he was just like a kind of a curmudgeon coach. Like, Chris Chelio said this stuff's coming back to haunt him. Like, it's not just the, uh, uh, like the Marner situation, man. Like, all those old, old Red Wings are like throwing this guy saying, this yeah. guy was not a good guy. Right. And uh, another guy I remember, I don't want to say anything bad about him. I Same think he's just maybe sure. great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think uh, anything's crazy, but I remember I went to an Atlanta Thrashers practice when I was covering the Leafs, and Bob Hartley used to do some crazy things to guys like old school, skate them with weights and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. He's, he's a wild man. He's a, like, there's a lot of guys who are coaches in hockey that did some crazy stuff. And I really agree with what you said earlier on in the show. It has to be a total cleaning. We can't have this stuff come out. Every week, this coach, this coach, this guy did it to me. No, you have it's to ruining take care the, of the situation now. It's it's embarrassing because hockey's got a really good product right now. McDavid's on fire. It's a lot of fun. More people are gambling on it now. Like they got to clean up the rack quickly, or this could go really bad. I agree with you, Gabe. No, exactly. That's the thing. I care about the league, and the league is good. Yep. The product is good. They're having a good year. It's competitive. It's and it's fun to watch yep. hockey. The hockey's been every game I watch this year. I've been man. Like I actually it goes work. by fast, like two hours past. You're like, yep. oh, that was a good game, and then you know, it is. It's an entertaining product, but all in, all the media talk about now is this stuff, and this rightfully crap. so. Yep. And, but the thing is, it's happening like every two weeks now, like it's right on cue type thing. Once a week, every two weeks, just oh yeah, yeah. It went from Cherry into the Flames, now into Crawford, and uh, now uh, Babcock. Now, you know, like you said, Leaf players have accused Mike Babcock of verbal assault and verbal abuse. Um, Bill Peters, uh, physical abuse, racial slurs. Mark Crawford, physical abuse, homophobic slurs. Um, I guess there was a gay guy on the team, and um, it didn't go well for him, basically. No. With Crawford. So... uh, it's, it's not not a good look. There's more of them. You know what's alarming, though, Cam? Bill Peters. It goes to show, though, just how much you know they all know this stuff. And it's funny. I, yeah. I read your mind. I was even thinking about it. I was like, man, Bob Hartley's like a bigger psycho than Crawford is. Right? Like, Bob Hartley's nuts. <laughs> Why do you think he doesn't have a he job? Is. He's insane. Like, he's, yeah. like, he's he insane. Like, Bob Hartley used to it. fire pucks at players and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I saw it. Like, in practice, hey, you stupid idiot. Like, fire a slap shot at him and stuff. Like, he, I covered yeah, him. Yeah, like, players would want to punch him. he almost killed Ilya Kovalchuk. Like, he was, like, he was dogging yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, I remember because I wanted, wanted to get a couple clips from the Thrashers when I was covering the Leafs. And, man, he put guys, like, he made guys do crazy, crazy sprint stuff with weights on. He shot pucks at Kovalchuk. Like, Hartley's, like... I don't know if he abused players, but he did, like, crazy stuff to them. So don't be surprised if that comes up. I don't want to throw the guy under the bus because I never said he hit a player, but I have Dude, seen this him. Dude, this guy, Patrick Sullivan. Stuff. Yeah. Patrick O'Sullivan was abused as a kid. I guess From Crawford mocked him. Yeah. Crawford mocked him. Like, in front of people about it. Uh, for, for being abused. Now, no one's going to feel so sorry for Sean Avery. No one's going to feel sorry for Sean Avery, but Avery says, yeah, I screwed up once on the ice. And uh, and Crawford, like, punched him in, like, the sternum or something. Like, like he did a sucker punched him type thing on the bench. Or he kicked him. That's it. He kicked him. 
seems like a lot of these NHL coaches are kicking players, man, uh, yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> Listen, the players That's are grown, man. They just handle it, whatever. But I, we'll get to some p- more picks here, Cam. But one thing I was going to say, I find it kind of pathetic, and it's really telling. Bill Peters was the head coach of jun- the junior Canadian team, Cam, like two years ago, bro. Yeah, I know. Like in 2017 type thing. Don't tell Crazy. me Nicholson and all you cronies didn't know all this stuff. Mark Crawford running like, like Team Canada has been really lucky. If you notice hockey, they're hockey Canada the worst though. You know that. Yeah. But they've been very, very, oh, it has nothing to do with us type stuff. You ever notice they, they run hockey and they want every piece of every dollar? Except when things go wrong, Cam. Then they don't, they're never yeah. going to be found, Hockey Canada. And you could say, well, what does Hockey Canada have to do with this stuff in the NHL? It has everything to do with it. All yeah. these guys have con- gone Dude. through Hockey Canada. Like Bill That's Peters true. is, yeah, racist and hits kids, and they hire him to coach kids. Good job, guys. Right? But first, yeah, I mean, Mark also, Crawford goes picks. back a ways. Yeah, hey, we'll go to the picks, but quickly. Remember, Peters didn't even get fired, Gabe. He stepped down. That's the crazy thing. They didn't fire him. He just left because of the bad yeah. news. The Calgary Flames brass didn't even have the balls to fire him. The Trilliving, their owner, like, those guys, it's unbelievable, man. But anyway, we'll get to the picks. Like, it, the hockey oh, needs pathetic. to be cleaned up. You're, you're right. It is, it is pathetic. Pathetic is the word. Sick, actually. Right. NBA you basketball know? tonight. Uh, the Raptors have just, you know, we've been killing the Raptors, man. They win every night. They yep. cover every night. I don't love this spot for them tonight, Lang 5. No. It's funny because yep. they finally, the Raptors are like, they never get any respect from the odds maker. It's always like, wow, they're only minus one or minus two. Well, now against Tonight. a good team they, where it really should yeah. be lower, <laughs> they made it high. I think they've exactly. finally caught up. I think that the sports book finally more. said, you know what? We don't care if ESPN like them or not. We're getting beat by betters with them, right? Like, people, the public might not think they're great, but uh, they're winning. So the odds maker says, screw it, because the Heat are pretty good. It's five and a half points now. Ken. Very good. I, I like the, the Raptors. Heat. I'm not in a hurry to bet it, as though. A Raptor fan, as a Raptor fan, I'm going to lay off the game, but I would say I think the Heat cover five and a half tonight. I think this game goes down to the wire. It's too many points, Gabe. It's tough. The, the NBA board's uh, tough. Uh, Dallas and uh, New Orleans seems like a short price for Dallas on the road with four and a half. I don't know what to do. What are you doing with this Orlando Washington game? Total two twenty nine and a half. They've kind of adjusted it. We're like, we see usually like a two thirty seven and a half with uh, the Wiz. What do you do? You like anything on those games? Yeah, the numbers got so high they had to, it was ridiculous when it got up to two thirty eight and a half and stuff like that. I just want to see the Wizards. What have they been playing to recently? I'm sort of, each day, I sort of, like yesterday, I was just sort of in football mode. Today, most of my time, well, most of my time was apologizing to people. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I sort of looking at college basketball. But, yeah, you look at the Wizards. I mean, how the hell can't? They gave up 150 points in their last game. They gave up 125 in the game before that, 132. Crazy. It's, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's track me type stuff. Orlando doesn't score like that, but thing. Orlando, you know, can score, right? It's not like they're inept offensively. I would go with the over, actually, 229 and a half, Ken. You know what game I'm going to take, Gabe? Uh, later on in the card, I'm just looking at it. I'll probably sprinkle around. I'm taking the Denver Nuggets at home to the Lakers. I got it. Uh, it was at two, two and a half now, uh, buck 40. 
on the money line. I think Denver would like to make a statement against the Lakers at home. I'm, I'm, t- I'm going to take the Nuggets tonight. Seems like a nice price. I'm going to take the Raptors. You know what? It's one of the you, you got to just accept it, Cam. You bet on them every night. You know what I mean? It's tough. Uh, if they I don't cover, game, you, you can't get too mad and you line. move on. It's tough. Miami, <coughs> as you said, is a good team, and they were like we were stealing money with the Raptors before, and you've been betting them even more than me. It's been great riding the Raptors, but this line to me looks very, very like you know what I mean. I would have made this line probably. Yeah, I know it's Miami four, four and a half. Not now it's up to five and a half. Wouldn't be surprised if it went to six. Miami's a good team. Tough game tonight for the Raptors. It'll be a good one. All right, so I'm going to be back at 8 o'clock uh, with Babano and Wetzel. We'll talk some hockey, NBA, basketball, all that stuff. But we do have a full slate of uh, NHL games, Cam. Anything catch your eye tonight yep. in the NHL? Yeah, I'm going to bet uh, two games. And uh, I really, I think my favorite game is Florida tonight against the Minnesota Wild, minus 125. Uh, they got this uh, new goaltender. He had a shutout in his debut. They actually told Sergei Bobrovsky, uh, Gabe, sit on the bench. We're going to ride this rookie kid. Uh, he was good. Uh, was he Schneider? I forget. I forget his name. It's uh, I forget. But all I know is he got a shutout in his first game. Also, I'm going to take a pooch tonight. I like the Carolina Hurricanes against Boston, the team that knocked them out in the playoffs at plus 140 as my dog of the night. Those are the two games I'm playing in hockey. I wouldn't advise this. Montreal is on an eight-game losing streak, but I lean to them against crazy. the Islanders tonight. I know that sounds crazy, but. I think Montreal gets it done tonight. They are going to play their asses off. What about they the Leafs and Flyers? Lose. Big game there. Yeah, I kind of like Leafs the over. Flyers. I kind of like the Leafs and the over, but I got to be honest with you, I'm not very confident in this game. The Flyers, every time they play, play the Leafs, it's tough. 5-4 for somebody. The Leafs will beat them 5-4. They'll beat us 5-4. Probably the over game. Uh, I like that game, too. I don't know what to do with this New Jersey-Vegas game. What do we do with the new coach? You think they uh, Vegas beat the they Rangers up win, last right? night? I kind of like the Devils tonight, too, as dumb as that sounds. The Rangers screwed me. Yeah, I teams usually win in the first game. I'm going to take the Devils. I know it's nuts. It's only plus one or 110 or 115, depending where you shop. But, but I'm going to take a shot. And also, uh, oh, yeah, Sparky's starting in net for Golden uh, for the Golden Knights tonight. Garrett Sparks, former backup of the Leafs, because uh, 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 Marc-Andre Fleury had a funeral to go to. So Subban got the win in, uh, against the Rangers last night. It sparks tonight. So basically a third-string goaltender. I'm going to take the Devils. Give them a shot after getting embarrassed last night at Buffalo. Me, uh, I'll fire you off a couple of Buffalo, Buffalo couple yeah. of picks uh, here, okay? Sure. Yeah, that Buffalo game, they're up 5 right, nothing so. after the first period. Domingue smashed his stick like the Devils went nuts last night. They got killed. What do you got? Give it to me. My bets tonight. Give me the Michigan Wolverines plus six. Vermont Catamounts plus uh, seven. Indiana minus 125 money line. Magic Wizards over 229 and a half. Raptors minus five and a half. Florida Panthers minus 130. You got it, buddy. Gonna ride Michigan State. We'll see you at the eight o'clock. Cam will be back at uh, 10. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. And I miss you. Dan, Dan, 
Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. I, I had to like, do, uh, like fire off an email, Cam. It was like one of those days. Oh, it was. I was I, like, oh, I, God, I think, yeah. I don't know. You, you know you well, I didn't me. think it was. Yeah. No. You were probably like, even Brian. Brian here, he's me. like, no. He, he goes, you were cheering with me. He goes, you were pitching about the game, but you are right. And I was like, yeah, no. I like the first, because that's my big thing when I wake up, right? I generally, I don't get blasted like that, but I do. The first thing is like, all right, good. I didn't get arrested, number one, right? So it's like, I'm not arrested. Number two, it's like, man, did I go, was I on Twitter? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, that. nah, I really wasn't on Twitter much. I tweeted about how I never lose, and then 10 minutes later, I tweeted, except when I do lose. <laughs> yes. So, yes. you know, then it was one by one. Then it was like, all right. You know, I checked my money and stuff, and I don't know how I managed to spend money at a free party, but I did. Yeah. So I didn't have any money left, right? So and it's free. So there's no money. So I'm sort of like, check, check. I get up. I'm like, oh, God, my knee. Like, I, right away, I felt I got up. I'm like, man, I could see, like, blood and stuff. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever, whatever. So I scuffed my knee, and then I was feeling pretty good about things, actually. I was like, you know what? We had a good time. I kind of, you know, I didn't lose money on the game. I had Seattle. I lost the prop. I was pissed off about that. I didn't, I sort of remember calling you, but I don't remember the bet. You know what I mean? And, uh, oh, I put it in. And then my poor boy Frank this morning. He's like, hey, I hope we don't have any problems. Uh, I, I love Frank Stamper. Frank. Like, I, I, <laughs> you got caught. He was there. And, uh, I don't know. I called the bartender a pretty boy. What the hell do I know? I said to Frank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Point. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I apologize drunk, off the air. I apologize on the air. I apologize everywhere. Remember we were in Vancouver? Didn't you fly, fall down a flight of stairs? <laughs> was it at the... What, what club I fell out of a I moving forget. taxi. Yeah, you fell out of a moving taxi. I remember that. That was in Vegas, I think, though. Yeah. I also remember you wasted in Vancouver. You go, let's have a race for 500 bucks. I'm like, Rensi, you can't even stand. Like, we're outside the casino. And then, uh, and then, oh, yeah, I know what it was. You tripped down the stairs, and you're like, ah, then you're kicking. You're, didn't you almost break your foot kicking like a garbage disposal? I'm like, wow, man. This guy, no, no, you no, get no. That, that unfortunately, that. unfortunately, that was another time. Yeah, I broke yeah. my foot. Unbelievable. And it was one million percent my fault. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling.